He's kind of like the Joe Rogan of the hospitality industry right now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yeah, I think it's like a glorified iPad on wheels. It's much more sophisticated than that, but that's essentially, if you look at it, you yeah. can tell that's what it is. And yeah, we have a team member that is there virtually. We They have a background that looks like the building. that, And so you can have that concierge experience, that communication without people still, there's the COVID exposure that people are concerned about. And also from a cost perspective, it's much more cost efficient. And they can switch between buildings. So if it's a slow day in New Orleans, there could be someone who pops around from the Brandywine to Factors Row, and you have coverage everywhere. You're listening to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast, a podcast for those who are in and around the hospitality industry who love, live, and breathe what they do. You can join us for candid and unscripted conversations with hospitality experts and founders as we go deeper into their personal stories while they're sharing their triumphs and trials that got them to where they are today. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and you're listening to an episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast. Now, let's begin. In hotels and vacation rentals, the top complaints or issues are noise, garbage, and parking. I may not be able to solve all of your parking and garbage problems, but I could definitely help with your noise problems. And that actually might just help your garbage and parking problems too. So NoiseAware is the only 100% privacy safe noise monitoring solution that property managers and owners can use in order to ensure they avoid parties and other issues happening at their property. You won't get notified when a plate breaks. But if you have a little quiet get-together that kind of gets out of hand, like this, then NoiseAware will give you the peace of mind to ensure that you and your property, and of course, your profits, are protected. So use my code SLICKTALK20 to get 20% off of all noise monitoring devices and focus on the other important things that help you run your business. Now, thank you for checking out Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. Get back to the episode. And don't forget to check out Noise Aware while you're listening. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast. It's really weird doing these in person now because <laughs> now like, we're actually like looking at each other instead of a screen, uh, but today I have Brandy from Sex and Stays, really excited, we're at VRMA or Verma, I don't know what one is really preferred by, but we're there, and uh, we're recording podcasts, and I just had to get Brandy on the show, so Brandy, welcome to the podcast, how are you? Thank you, I'm great, I'm happy to be here. Of course, well tell me, let's just jump right in, what is Sex and Stays, what do you guys do, how'd you get started, I have a million questions for you, so. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so um, we are a short-term rental company, we specialize in full building residences, um, or apart hotels, as many people know them, Um, and we're based in South Florida and in New Orleans. 
Um, we've been in business since 2015. Our founder and CEO, Andreas, started it with just one of his, uh, he had a penthouse that he started renting out. Um, and then I joined him shortly after in 2016. And we've just been growing um, ever since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we started off kind of more traditionally with uh, single family homes, that kind of um, model and uh, master lease. And then over the last you know, couple of years have transitioned into this more like full building residence model. And so what were you doing before you joined Andreas? Because I was grad school. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, I was, um, I was finishing grad school at Northeastern in Boston. And um, actually, Andreas's wife is my cousin. And she, you know, he needed help. He just started running the business. And the pitch was like, come work for me, help me out, and you can apply for other jobs. Uh, and I thought, yeah, I'll live in Miami for a year, <laughs> you know, take my time finding a job. Um, and then I never left. Never left. Never left. So what did you start doing in the beginning? Was it just kind of like, were you, were you, were you cleaning? Um, no, <laughs> but I was organizing all the cleaning. Okay. I was doing all of our accounting, which if any <laughs> of my college accounting professors ever hear this, they would probably burst into <laughs> laughter or tears. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, permitting, distribution, um, a little pretty, like a little bit of everything. And Andreas uh, was handling a lot of the reservations and sales and, you know, a, you know, acquiring more houses, that kind of thing. And then uh, we had uh, our coworker, Dorian, who was doing all the maintenance. Um, and we slowly built our team over time. Uh, it's really in the last 18 months that things have, like, really taken off. What, what's made you stay in the industry? Um, it sounds so corny, but I just, I love it so much. I never thought that vacation rentals would be, like, my, my sweet spot. <laughs> but I um, I genuinely love going to work every day. And I'm just so like you know proud of what we've built and to see that kind of happen over the last couple of years and to have a clear roadmap of where we're going that just feels really good to be a part of. For sure. And you guys have done like it's pretty impressive from seeing the brand like the type of in inventory you guys have one is amazing. Um, if anyone's listening you have to watch the show Netflix or not the show Netflix. The show on Netflix uh, is it the most amazing It's the world's most amazing vacation rentals and uh, it's the Boats and Floats episode. Uh, the Arc Up 75 is on there. Um, unfortunately, someone bought it oh. <laughs> like shortly thereafter. Um, but we are um, looking to, they're building a fleet of smaller ones uh, that we're looking to kind of create an overwater villa experience in oh, Miami. Wow. So um, that's in the, in the future. Um, but if you look closely, you'll see me uh, have a cameo as the <laughs> private chef, uh, which was fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say like, you now now you guys are big and famous with Netflix yeah. and you got signing deals coming out your way, but I'm really just, you, what's really impressed me with the brand is not only is it like you guys go all in, you don't do any half ass, like, excuse my language for anyone who hasn't heard me cut curse on the podcast, <laughs> but like, um, you, you guys never done anything half ass. You've gone to the extreme like even having a robot uh yeah. concierge so like then i heard about when the hurt was it a hurricane hurricane yeah and, hurricane and ida you drove from miami all the way to new orleans to take care of your team yeah and like the everything going on there yeah and you know that's one of the things we hire and fire based on our core values and we really try to live all of them every day especially sure. with the leadership team that's how you get buy-in from the rest of your your team and so when Ida hit, um, we 
you know, they didn't have any supplies really because, you know, because there's no power. So um, myself and our head of operations, Tiffany, we just in the middle of a Tuesday packed up the cars, drove, stopped in Tallahassee, went the next, the rest of the way the next day. Um, That's the uh, third time I've done that round trip. I said the last time was the last time, but I'm hoping this time was the last time. It's a lot. The panhandle is very boring to drive through. (laughs) I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah. Like, again, that just goes into you guys go full in, Mm -hmm. all out. Um, what, like, tell me about the, I guess, like, return on that. Because when you're doing it properly like that, I think there's something really that speaks volumes on how your guests are, how the revenue is, how the growth is. Obviously, you guys are scaling, you know, having two uh, destinations and two markets. Um, kind of tell us, like, what, what does that look like from just the overall business perspective? Sure. So on kind of the employee side, yeah. um, it just loyalty and good quality work from the people that we employ. And, you know, I think our team members feel really taken care of. And so for like, we had a whole team that stayed in New Orleans when there was no power and, you know, really worked together to like turn all those units. We had big, uh, you know, first responder and corporate deals that were taking them even without power. So, you know, because of the way that we treat our team and the quality of the people that we hire, like we were able to accomplish all of that. And then, yeah, you see it in the quality of the product. Like people really love to stay in our buildings. Our buildings in New Orleans are I just I love them so much. And the ones in Miami, yeah. but the the New Orleans buildings, they all have the same the same style. And um, in Miami we're, you know, that was the first market, so we're standardizing that now. Um, but I think you see, you know, we do well even in our slow season, um, which is, you know, the summer months in both markets. And so being able to um, you know, accommodate different types of guests, whether it's short term, if they're midterm, that's actually been a sweet spot for us. Um, you know, I think our product really appeals to a lot of different people. Is that due to COVID for the midterm, do you think? Do yeah. With, uh, like remote work? There's that. There's that component. And I was kind of thinking that was just anecdotal. Yeah. But then, I mean, that's a real business model now that we have. And um, you also see people, uh, and it's especially true in Miami, like, um, someone's redoing their home or they're moving either to or from Miami and they just need a place for a little bit or someone's getting divorced. <laughs> um, uh, that's the reality. Um, people come for medical care in both cities and will stay for, you know, a couple weeks, a month, whatever it is. Um, so, yeah, that's um, a big segment that we've leaned into. Well, you just mentioned standardizing your, your guys' uh, inventory. Mm-hmm. So kind of tell me, like, your, I guess, <laughs> biggest uh, lessons learned from Miami than what you guys applied to uh, New Orleans? Sure. Well, it's always easier to make things look nicer and more standard with new buildings or recently renovated. And in Miami, we have, um, you know, some of our single home, single family homes that were part of that initial exit 1.0. And a lot of them are older homes. They're yeah. commercially zoned. So that some of them are from like the 1920s. And we do, we try to, you know, maintain them, but you're not going to get a full, you know, you know, nuts down renovation, For you sure. know, so um, that, so that can be challenging. So it's kind of bringing your furniture up to standard, having paint colors that, you know, are consistent and try to, you know, create that brand standard. Uh, one of the things that has been most essential for standardization has been um, lock systems. Yeah. And so that's a big initiative that we went through. And we have all different types of doors. And, you know, that I'm, I'm sure anyone who's listening to this has gone through that struggle. So but like keyless entry, the same one, the same system across the whole portfolio, like that standardization is even more important than like, you know, what, you know, what furniture do you have sure. in, the, in the house? Yeah. Oh, trust me. I had a, a door <laughs> that I was working on. Uh, 
not too long ago. Yeah. I hate it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, wow. So, so okay, now, I want to get into the robot really quick. Yes, Because absolutely. I saw that on, I think it was Instagram, Facebook, I saw all of Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, how does this work? So, it's a virtual concierge, but yeah. it's not virtual because it's a real human inside of a, like, screen robot. Yeah, I think it's, like, a glorified iPad <laughs> on wheels. Uh, it's much more sophisticated than that, but that's essentially, if you look at it, you yeah. can tell that that's what it is. And, yeah, we have um, a team member that, um, you know, is there virtually. We They have a background that looks like the building that they're in. Um, and so you can have that um, concierge experience, that, you know, communication uh, without, you know, people still, there's the COVID exposure that people are concerned about. And also from a cost perspective, it's much more cost efficient. And they can switch between buildings. So if it's a slow day in New Orleans, there could be someone who pops around from the Brandywine to Factors Row. And, wow. you know, you have coverage everywhere. So you can literally have a job as being a remote concierge. Yes. But being in multiple destinations. Yes. And uh, they really were trying to, you know, kind of beef up their role a little bit, give them all the information they would need to know about that city mm-hmm. so they can provide, like, legitimate concierge services. Yeah. So how does that – so is that, uh, like, a check-in process? Like, I, I know with standard locks and stuff, like, normally you get, like, a keypad or it's blue yeah. or whatever. Like. Our check-in is totally self-check-in. We that, That's just preferred. Yeah. Um, but then it's, you know, if there's, a, you know, trouble with check-in or – they got there early or just sort of whatever kind of little things might pop up. Um, Also, I think that it helps us catch potentially bad reviews before they happen. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone is upset about something and there's no one down in like the lobby area, they might just storm out or leave a bad review. But this gives us an opportunity to catch them before that happens. So someone just on a screen 24-7 in the lobby? Yeah, yeah, pretty okay. much. And it's funny because, like, the robot, it moves yeah. around. Yeah. Um, and so they can, we've had, you know, people take videos with them. And um, I think it's really fun. Yeah. And it also, I mean, it also keeps, like, a level of security, too. Um, and so I think there's still a lot more we can do with it. We're still kind of figuring out all yeah. the all the di- different idiosyncrasies. But it's, like, it's a cool, like, once you figure it out, I think I'm going to, I want one. Like, yeah, I, I mean. I'm going to call you, like, where do I order? We'll have to charge you a consulting fee. That's fine. <laughs> I'll pay because <laughs> it's too cool. Yeah. Um, no, I had, so when it comes to expectations with the guests, um, you know, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit yesterday. But, like, setting that expectation with, you know, preferred self-check-in, all this stuff. How do you guys, like, what's been your, I guess, secret sauce with um, kind of keeping that, that, upheld if that makes sense yeah i think i mean there's certain guests a lot of the travelers that we get in the urban market are familiar with this model so i think that helps a lot Um, some of the friction is with guests uh, that maybe are used to a more traditional hotel experience and then a lot of the things we've heard today you know some crazy statistic about the number of first time um, vacation rental, you know, renters. And so we're obviously seeing some of that. Um, And so we try to be very clear in our listing language and all the check in information, Um, just trying to, you know, not bombard them, but make sure that they're constantly seeing that this is self check in. Um, You know, we're here if you need us, we're not here if you don't. Um, And just trying to continuously communicate that for sure. Well, that's really cool. Um, I don't have like any like top of the mind questions because I know like, (laughs) We've been just running around at this conference yeah. and, and getting into it. But um, I know you guys are doing really good stuff. So I want to give you guys the opportunity. Like, tell us where do you guys, or like, where does anyone find out more about Sextant, what you guys are doing? Sure. And maybe do you have any, like, actually, you don't have to answer this question. But do you have any, uh, like, 
secret unannounced things that maybe you could drop For all the potentially podcast. those are secret and unannounced <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm hoping that we'll have good news to share with For people sure. uh, soon you know where we've come out of this we've grown almost 800 uh, percent wow. since the last uh, verma conference so there's a lot of you know getting kind of like adjusting to that yeah. uh, it's a lot of growth but we um, definitely have some exciting plans for the next year um, so you can probably see that soon on our social media <laughs> on LinkedIn or Facebook Saxon says or saxonstays.com um, and yeah we're, we're just excited for for what the next uh, couple months will hold awesome well you heard it here first all you slick talkers out there go into the show notes click the links like and subscribe follow them enjoy the robot it's super fun <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast yeah thank you for having me of course Thank you so much for listening and thank you to our show partners for making Slick Talk, the hospitality podcast possible. We hope you enjoy the show and we would love to connect with you outside of the podcast. So you can follow us on all of our social media channels for daily hospitality content or find us on slicktalkthepodcast.com and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm your host, Will Slickers, and we will see you guys all again next week. What's up, everybody? If you've gotten this far into the episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast, then you are amazing, and thank you so much for tuning in. We want to send you two places really quickly. If you can, check out the show notes and click the hospitality.fm link. Check out all of our other shows on the podcast network. And don't forget, if you have someone that you want to hear on the podcast, then fill out the guest fill-out form so that way we can get them on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Slick Talk, the Hospitality Podcast.